The Chicago Bears have not exactly been known for their offensive innovations over the years. But when the team selected an athletic tight end out of Miami in the first round of the 2007 NFL Draft, they were surprisingly ahead of the curve when it came to athletic pass-catching tight ends. I am your host, Matt Yurick, and welcome back to another episode of Bears Blunders. This week, we're looking back at Chicago's decision to trade Greg Olson to the Carolina Panthers and how the Bears were then forced to watch from afar as Olson helped usher in a new wave of athletic tight ends in the NFL. Olson first rose to prominence in high school in Wayne, New Jersey. He excelled in both basketball and track and field, but he made a name for himself on the football field. As a senior in 2002, he was named a first-team All-American by USA Today, and he went on to participate in the 2003 U.S. Army All-American Bowl. A five-star recruit, Olsen first enrolled at Notre Dame before transferring to Miami. He was part of Miami's scout team as a freshman, and then he got onto the field for nine games in 2004. He caught 16 passes for 275 yards with one touchdown before he became the starter in 2005. The talented young tight end caught 31 passes in 12 games for 451 yards and found the end zone four times. Olsen then saw his stock rise in 2006 with the Hurricanes when he caught 40 passes for 489 yards with one touchdown. He then opted to forego his senior season to enter the 2007 NFL Draft. At the time, NFL teams were beginning to value athletic tight ends more and more. Tony Gonzalez was deep into his Hall of Fame career at the time with the Kansas City Chiefs, and future Hall of Famer Antonio Gates was showing off his athleticism with the San Diego Chargers. During the pre-draft process, many were praising Olsen's abilities on the field, including then-Arizona Cardinals head coach Ken Wisenhunt, who said this to ESPN's Len Pascarelli, quote, He moves so well and he's got the kind of long frame where, even if he adds 15 to 20 pounds, which it looks like he can do, he'll still be plenty quick. He is very smooth, very athletic, and he understands the position. Olsen was then able to show off that quickness when he participated in the NFL Combine that spring. Despite weighing in at 254 pounds, he ran an impressive 4.51 second 40-yard dash. By comparison, Olsen had a faster 40 time than 19 of the 42 wide receivers at that year's Combine. He was by far the fastest tight end there and the only one to record a 40 under 4.7 seconds. Defenses were evolving in the NFL at the time, and with the cover two becoming such a staple for many teams, an offense needed someone like Olsen who could create mismatches in the passing game. Olsen knew he would help an offense adjust to those looks, and he explained himself to Pascarelli, saying, quote, The way teams play that cover two now, with safety so wide, it really takes away your vertical game unless you've got a tight end who can go deep. I think I've shown that I can get up the middle, create some separation, and catch the ball. With my size and receiving skills, I would hope I could cause some matchup problems for defenses and that some teams see that. 
For the Chicago Bears, they were coming off a loss in Super Bowl 41 after the 2006 season, and it was evident throughout that year that they needed another offensive weapon. Veteran wideout Musa Muhammad caught 60 passes for 863 yards in 2006, but he was getting closer and closer to the end of his career. Bernard Berrien was a deep threat option for the Bears, and he racked up 775 receiving yards on 51 catches, but the need for someone who could make plays all over the field was a huge priority for Chicago. When the 2007 NFL Draft came around, the Bears sat with a 31st overall pick, and they selected Olsen. He was expected to compete with veteran Desmond Clark for playing time early into his Bears career, but after suffering a knee injury in the final preseason game against the Cleveland Browns, Olsen missed the first two games of that season. He then made his debut in Week 3 against the Dallas Cowboys and caught two passes for 28 yards before scoring his first touchdown two weeks later against the Green Bay Packers. Olsen flashed at times throughout his rookie campaign, but struggles at the quarterback position between Rex Grossman, Brian Greasy, and Kyle Orton led to him finishing his rookie campaign with just 39 catches for 391 yards with two touchdowns. Olsen then saw an uptick in production during the 2008 season when he caught 54 passes for 574 yards with five touchdowns. Orton was the starter for all but one game that season, and he leaned heavily on Olsen throughout the year, but the young tight end was still being held back by poor quarterback play until general manager Jerry Angelo took a massive swing the following offseason. Jay Cutler was a first-round pick of the Denver Broncos in 2006, and he was coming off a Pro Bowl nod in 2009. He was showing promise out west, but when longtime head coach Mike Shanahan was fired and Josh McDaniels replaced him, a falling out occurred between Cutler and the Broncos. The young quarterback asked to be traded, and the Bears pulled off a surprising deal to land him. The Bears sent Denver two first-round picks, their third-round pick in 2009, as well as Orton to acquire Cutler and the Broncos' fifth-round pick that year. Chicago was buzzing with the news of the acquisition of Cutler and the hope that the team had finally found its long-term answer at the quarterback position. For Olsen, he was finally going to get a chance to play with a quarterback who matched up with his skill set and could make plays. The young tight end was at Cutler's introductory press conference that April, and he was excited for the chance to play alongside him, saying, quote, When you see him making big plays, a lot of the time he is buying time. That's huge. A lot of times at this level, you're not going to get open right away. This gives you extra time to maybe work a second move. Cutler and Olsen appeared to click together nearly immediately, and Olsen put together a strong campaign with his new quarterback under center. He ended that season with 612 receiving yards and led the team with 60 receptions and 8 touchdowns. Chicago's offense still was not at the level that was needed under offensive coordinator Ron Turner, forcing head coach Lovey Smith to fire him. With an open spot on the coaching staff, Smith turned to old friend Mike Martz to run the offense. Martz had spent many years in the NFL as both an assistant and as a head coach, and he helped develop Kurt Warner early in his career. Martz won a Super Bowl as the architect of the greatest show on turf with the St. Louis Rams after the 1999 season, and then he became the team's head coach in 2000. 
Smith then worked under March as the defensive coordinator between 2001 and 2003 before he was hired by the Bears in 2004. Martz was fired by the Rams after the 2005 season, and he spent two years as the offensive coordinator of the Detroit Lions in 2006 and 2007. He was then the offensive coordinator of the San Francisco 49ers for one season in 2008, before he spent the 2009 season away from the game. Smith then brought Martz in to help lift up Cutler and to try to get the offense in order. Olsen saw a dip in his production that season, catching just 41 passes for 404 yards, but he did tie with Johnny Knox for the team lead in receiving touchdowns with five. The offense ranked just 28th in passing and 22nd in rushing that season, but the Bears still managed to win the NFC North and entered the playoffs with a bye. In the divisional round of the playoffs against the Seattle Seahawks, Olsen showed why he was a special weapon on the field. In a scene that could not have been more fitting for a Bears playoff game with the snow falling, Cutler hit Olsen deep down the field just a couple minutes into the first quarter for a 58-yard touchdown. The Bears were able to build off that momentum and advance to the NFC Championship game against the Green Bay Packers with a 35-24 victory over the Seattle Seahawks. Olsen finished that day with three catches for 113 yards with one touchdown, and he figured to be a big part of Chicago's game plan the following week. Unfortunately for Olsen and the Bears, Cutler suffered a knee injury in the first half against the Packers, and the offense struggled to find life until late in the fourth quarter with undrafted free agent quarterback Caleb Haney. Chicago lost 21-14 to Green Bay, and Olsen capped off what would end up being his last game in a Bears uniform with three catches for 30 yards. While the NFL was developing into a league that relied on pass-catching tight ends who could create matchup nightmares for opposing defenses, Martz viewed the position as someone who would essentially function as another offensive lineman to help free up more time for Cutler in the pocket when he was asked to make five or seven step drops. The writing had already appeared to be on the wall for Olsen a year prior when Martz pushed hard for the Bears to sign veteran tight end Brandon Manomaliuna. The veteran tight end had spent time with Martz in St. Louis, and Chicago was quick to give him a five-year deal when free agency opened in March of 2010. Rumors then began swirling during the 2010 offseason that Olsen was on the trade block, and one particular team, the New England Patriots, had their eyes on him. Olsen revealed on The Dan Patrick Show in 2019 that he was nearly dealt to New England that offseason, saying, quote, Jerry Angelo brought me into his office and he's like, hey, I'm just going to be honest with you. We have a trade in place with you contingent on how the draft falls tomorrow night. Come to later find out through some guys I knew in the organization, it was with the Patriots and it was them assuming Gronk was going to be taken in the first round. That year, the Patriots had three second round draft picks and they're going to trade one of those for me if Gronk was already taken in the first round. He fell to the second round, they took him with their second round pick, Belichick called back to the Bears and said we're going to take Gronkowski and the trade is now off. Chicago hung on to Olsen for the 2010 campaign, but it became increasingly clear as the Bears got closer to the start of training camp in 2011 that Olsen was not going to be a part of their plans. 
The team had signed veteran blocking tight end Matt Spath in free agency, brought back Desmond Clark on a one-year deal, and talked glowingly about former Michigan State tight end Kellen Davis. Everything then came to a head later that summer when Olsen's agent, Drew Rosenhaus, sent out an email to NFL teams in late July explaining his client was given permission by the Bears to seek a trade, and he capped off his email by writing, quote, Sounds like the Bears will be very reasonable on the compensation in return for Greg. Less than 10 minutes later, Rosenhaus sent out another email telling teams to disregard his previous email. The next day, the Bears dealt Olsen to the Carolina Panthers in exchange for a third-round pick in the 2012 NFL Draft. For Olsen, he had mixed emotions about getting dealt at the time. He appeared on Chicago's game night on ESPN 1000 the day he was dealt and had this to say about his departure. Quote, I think it's bittersweet. I've made it clear since the day I got here that I've really enjoyed my time here in Chicago. My plans all along obviously were to play my career here. The guys on the team have been awesome and the fans obviously are second to none and the city really embraces their team. At the same time, I feel like for my career and going forward to go join a team that has so much promise and the guys they have in place already down there. As for general manager Jerry Angelo, he was quick to point out following the deal that Olsen had asked to be traded away from the Bears, but Olsen quickly denied that, saying, quote, Angelo put the perception out that I forced my way out of there, which wasn't true at all. He called me into his office before the draft last year to talk about things that were going on, what they were thinking. He straight up told me, I understand this offense is not a good fit for you. I said, I understand that, Jerry. I agree. He said, but we are not going to trade you. We are keeping you. Olsen then continued, I never asked for a trade. If he had said, we're going to try to get rid of you, I would have said, that's fine. But I did not go in his office and ask for a trade. I think a little bit of that is him trying to make it look like I tried to force my way out because they took so much heat about it. It's just not true. Many fans and others around the NFL criticized Angelo's decision to move on from Olsen, and the talented tight end went on to prove just how much of an impact he could have on a game when the offense played to his strengths. He got 45 passes for 450 yards with 5 touchdowns in his first year in Carolina, before hauling in 69 receptions for 843 yards with 5 touchdowns under offensive coordinator Rob Chudzinski. Chudzinski went on to be named the head coach of the Cleveland Browns in 2013, and Olsen then started to take off in Mike Shula's offense in 2013. He finished that year with 73 catches for 816 yards with 6 touchdowns before starting the most impressive run of his NFL career. Olsen averaged 80 catches over 1,000 yards and 5 touchdowns in each of the next 3 seasons between 2014 and 2016. Olsen was named a Pro Bowler for three straight years before injuries started to get the best of him. He saw action in just seven games in 2017 due to a foot injury before playing only nine games in 2018 after he re-aggravated that foot. He played 14 games in 2019 and ended the year with 52 catches for 597 yards with two touchdowns. The Panthers released Olsen in February of 2020, and he had hoped Chicago would be interested in a reunion, saying, quote, I'll be honest, 
In my heart, I was hoping they would have been one of the first calls. To my knowledge, we have not heard from them. Whether or not they do or not, it's hard to say. Olson mentioned that on ESPN 1000 in February of 2020, and Chicago never appeared interested in a reunion with them, and he ended up landing with the Seattle Seahawks on a one-year deal. He saw action in 11 games during the 2020 season, and he ended the year with 239 yards on 24 receptions with one touchdown. After the year ended, Olson decided to retire from the NFL. Years after dealing Olsen away and getting fired by the Bears, Angelo explained it was a mistake at the time for him to trade away an up-and-coming tight end. Years after Olsen's departure and after Angelo was fired, he appeared on the game in Chicago and said this, quote, I understood he wasn't the ideal fit in Mike Martz's scheme, but we let our best receiver go. Obviously, it was Cutler's favorite receiver at the time, that's on me. I understood what the coaches were saying, but you don't let one of your better players out the door. The Bears then spent numerous years trying to find the right guy at the tight end position. Martellus Bennett became a pro bowler in Chicago at one point, but the team has failed to find sustainable success at the position. Olsen has always been an open book about his time in Chicago, and he has not been afraid to vocalize his disappointment in having been traded by the team. In February of 2021, he appeared on the Colin Coward podcast and had this to say about his trade from Chicago to Carolina. Quote, I was pissed off as hell when I got traded from there. I mean, I was beside myself. I'm like, I'm getting traded from the Chicago Bears. We just played in the NFC Championship in one of the coolest cities in the world, and I'm going to Charlotte, North Carolina? Olsen then forged himself an impressive career playing alongside Cam Newton with the Panthers, but he still remains a big what-if for the Bears organization. In hindsight, the Olsen trade was not all bad for the Bears. The third-round pick the team received back from the Panthers in the deal was later part of the trade that sent wide receiver Brandon Marshall to Chicago. Marshall's tenure in Chicago only lasted three seasons, but he was named a Pro Bowler twice, an All-Pro once, and ended his time in Chicago with 3,524 receiving yards with 31 touchdowns on 279 receptions. The Bears deserve credit for making the wise decision to select Olsen in the first round of the 2007 NFL Draft. But given their inability to actualize his potential in order to focus on an outdated offensive philosophy is why the organization still deserves to be criticized. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Bears Blunders. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. We'll be back soon with another episode of Bears Blunders. Blunders is written, produced, and hosted by me, Matt Yurick. Royalty-free music is provided by Mixkit.co. The show is available for free on podcast platforms, and you can email us at bearsblunder at gmail.com, or you can find me on Twitter at Matt Yurick.